today we find ourselves in Leviticus chapter 26. Um, Leviticus chapter 26, if we come to a close of being obedient to God, as we've been talking about being obedient to God, and we come to a close with that, being obedient to God, and we find ourselves in Leviticus chapter 26. Leviticus chapter 26. Leviticus chapter 26. Leviticus chapter 26 is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, the third book in the Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Here we find ourselves in Leviticus chapter 26. For, for those who join us on Bible study, for you, you should be familiar with this because we just finished the book of Leviticus and now in the book of Numbers. In Leviticus chapter 26, uh, we'll be looking at verse number 13, Leviticus 26, verse 13. Um, starting at verse 3 through 13, sorry, starting at verse number 3 through 13. It says, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, then I will give you rain in season, in its seasons. The land will yield the produce and the trees of the field should yield their fruit. Your threshing shall uh, last to the time of vintage and the vintage shall last to the time of sowing. You should eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. I will give peace in the land and you shall lie down and none will make you afraid. I will rid the land of evil beasts and the sword will not go through your land. You will chase your enemies and they shall fall by the sword before you. Five of you should chase a hundred, and a hundred of you should put 10,000 to flight. Your enemies shall fall by the sword before you, for I will look on you favorably and make, your, make you fruitful, multiply you, and confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat the old harvest and clear out the old because of the new. I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul should not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. I will. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be slaves. I have broken the bonds of your yoke and made you walk upright. On this morning, as we come to a close with uh, our theme being um, obedient to God. I want to speak to you from the topic or the title, Obedience Brings Blessings. Obedience Brings Blessings. Now, I got to say, um, I, I do a lot of preaching. Man, my wife was talking about it. I do a lot of preaching in the shower. My wife said, you do a lot of preaching in the shower. She said, uh, uh, are, they, are they good sermons? <laughs> I said, yeah, because the audience always saying amen. Like the audience always saying, I mean, it's, it's a good sermon. It's a good sermon. So, but, but when, I, when, I, when I read this, I thought you all would be more excited. I thought you all would be more excited. So I, I want to I uh, uh, put before you today, obedience uh, brings blessings. Obedience, obedience brings blessings. Um, most of the time in the, the Christian uh, circles or in the church, in the body of believers, we always talk about how God don't bless mess. We, we always talk about how, how um, the negative part of when you be disobedient, God is going to bring judge, 
and God is going to come against you and, and God wrath is going to come at you. As a matter of fact, we, we bring up sermons that um, uh, and, and talk about the wages of sin is death, which true, we should talk about, but there's very rarely that we talk about obedience bringing blessings. So today I, I want to look at Leviticus because Leviticus talk about this being obedient to God brings blessings. God uh, called Moses, who was his mouthpiece, who was his, um, his uh, was God um, mouthpiece for the people of Israel. And he caused them to gather all the people together and lay out these blessings upon them. But in these blessings that he lay out, he says that these blessings only come with your obedience. He says that, 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 that Moses, I want you to gather my people up, gather my people up, and I want you to let them know that I, I'm going to bless them. I'm going to bless them. He lays out for them a covenant. He, he, he lays out them a covenant uh, uh, for the people of God. Now, we know in Scripture that there are over five different types of covenants, and then we're not going to go through all of them. Um, we'll do that in Bible study, but there are over five different types of covenant, but there are two, I mean, five different covenants that we see in the Scripture, but there are only two types of covenant that the scripture tells us about. So he lays out to Moses this covenant um, for his people, for Israel, that they will be blessed if they continue to walk in obedience. And this covenant that he laid before them and these two types of covenant that he laid for them is conditional covenant and unconditional covenants. He says, he, the Bible speaks of two kinds of covenants, two types of covenants. It's five different covenants in the Bible, but they're only two types of covenant. And the two types of covenant is unconditional and conditional. Y'all get me? So it's two types of covenants. It's unconditional and conditional. So he says here, he lays out for them a covenant. He says right here, he says, uh, uh, we have two types of covenant. The first type of covenant is the unconditional covenant. And this covenant is defined as it's an agreement between two or more parties that involves no stipulations of any kind to fulfill the agreement. So the, the first covenant uh, type of covenant is an unconditional covenant. It's, it's between a party and it, and it involves no stipulations. That means you don't have to do anything for this to happen or I don't have to do anything. It's just going to happen because God said it's going to happen. So that, that's, that's the unconditional covenant. But the second type of covenant is the conditional covenant. And the conditional covenant is broken down in this. This is the definition. It's an agreement between two or more parties that require certain terms to be met. And here in this text, what we have is a conditional covenant. We have a conditional covenant. Moses lay out for the people of Israel this conditional covenant. He says, and what we mean by conditional, like I said, um, conditional covenant is something that has to be done for you to receive, receive the results. So God says, here it is. God says, here it is. The first thing we see here in this text, as we look at obedience, bring blessing, we see the condition of the blessing. He lays out the condition for us. Look what he says. He says right here in verse number three, he lays it out for us. He says, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, and perform them. Here's the condition. He says, if, if, if you want to be blessed, if you want to receive my blessings that we're going to see later on, you got to be obedient. He says, here's the condition. He lays out for them the condition. And this condition is according to your free will. 
This is not forced. This is not manipulated. God says, here's the condition. You want to be blessed? Be obedient. He lays out the condition. Look what he says. He says right here, he says, he says, if you were obedient um, to the covenant here, here uh, he says, uh, uh, be obedient. He said, if you walk in my statures and, and keep my commands and perform them. Moses laid out for them the, the condition. He, he laid out them the condition to re receive their blessing. The Lord said, if you are obedient, I'm going to bless you. He says, you got, you got to walk in my statutes. He says, here it is, here it is. Here's the condition. I, I need you to, to walk in my statutes. He said, let the word of God guide you. God said, here's the first condition. If, if you want to be blessed, be obedient to letting the word of God guide you. Let the word of God be your path and the way that you walk. Let the word of God guide you. He says that you got to be obedient to my statutes. You got to walk in my statutes. He says that, 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 that you have to be obedient to my word. You have to walk in my word. Let the word of God be your guide in your life. And I ask you, how many of y'all let the word of God be, be your guide in your life? And I shouldn't use the word y'all. How many of us letting the word of God be the guide in our life? How many of us be, uh, letting the word of God lead us and we follow behind it? says, here's the condition. You got to let the, the word of God lead you. You got to let the word of God guide you. And then he says, not only walk in the structure, he says, but also keep my command. He says that you got to uh, let it, we got to uh, be obedient to the word of God. Not only do we let the word of God lead us, but he said, keep his command. He says that we got to be obedient to the word of God. We got to be obedient. He said they got to be obedient to the word of God. And let me not get us confused because this promise of the covenant is not for us. This is a promise of the covenant that is for Israel. And we'll see that by the blessings that he gives. But what you and I have is the principles of the covenant. So the principles we can apply to our life to receive the blessing that God has for us. But this is for them to, to walk in the will and the way in the word of God. He says that they must be obedient to the word of God. How many of us obedient to the word of God? How many of you uh, have read the word of God and, and the word of God has chastised you? The word of God has broken your heart. The word of God has caused you to, to be messed up and to, to feel ashamed and to feel hurt. And you apply it to your life to be obedient to it. it says that we got to be obedient to the word of God. We got we to gotta be obedient. We got to be obedient to the word of God. And it's not easy being obedient to the word of God, I'll tell you, it's not. Because the word of God will come right in and, and knock you right off your horse. It'll come right in and straighten you up. He says in Hebrews, it's like, it's like a double-edged sword. It cuts to the marrow. It, it will cut you up bad. So it's not easy to be obedient to God, but how many are chasing to be obedient to the word of God? He says, here it is, here it is, here's the condition. He says not only to, 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 to obey my commands, but he said also to perform them. He said, let us live out the word of God. He says that let us walk behind the word of God. Let us be obedient to, word, to the word of God, but let us live the word of God. Let us walk in the word of God. Let us live out the word of God. Let our character reflect the word of God. Let how we live reflect God's word. Let how we live and how we act and how we conduct ourselves reflect the word of God. He says, here's the conditions. Before we get to all the blessings, 
This is what God laid out for Israel. This is what he did. He laid out the conditions. He says, here's what I'm asking you to do. Here's what, what I'm asking you to do, Clinton. Here's what I'm asking you to do, Christian. Here's what I'm asking you to do. If you want to be blessed, you got to be obedient. You, you got to be obedient. I will bless your obedience with a reward. And he lays out to them, those who are, who are faithful to the word of God, those who hold to the word of God, those who chase after the word of God, he says, I have a blessing for you. And he lays it out for them. He lays out the condition. He said, obedience bring blessings. Every one of us, as I said, how many of y'all want to be blessed before I ever preached this or, or even read it? You all would have raised your hand. I want to be blessed. But now you still can't be blessed. You just got to be obedient. You just got to be obedient. He lays it out. He says, here's the condition. This is the condition. This is the conditional covenant. This is where God says, okay, if you want this, you got to do this. And I like this because it's not forced by God. It's all on you. So if you don't get your blessing, that's not God's fault. You can't get mad at God. God, you ain't hear my prayers. God, you said you're going to do this. Yeah, God asked you to do something and you didn't fulfill your part. God always fulfills his part. God always keeps his promise. Do you feel your part? Do I fulfill my part to receive what God has for us? I just hate to see when I get to heaven all the blessings I miss because I was disobedient. Just think about that thing. You walking up in heaven. And I know I, I'm just saying we, it probably ain't going to be like this, but I just just go with me. Just think about you up in heaven and you la la la. Oh, that's a blessing, man. My God, I missed that one. I could have had that husband. That's a joke. <laughs> that's for some of y'all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it may be a blessing. You may miss your husband from the sixth grade and, you know, you know. Y'all still married now, but you may think about the husband you could have, you know, the bless. I mean, or the wife. I, I, I'm going to go. My wife looking at me like, no. Okay, I am going to go ahead. I mean, just think about that. All the blessings. That, and, and it ain't going to be like this because we ain't, we ain't going to be thinking like that because it, it, it said uh, that, it, that uh, in heaven, we won't be doing all this. But this is something to think about. All the blessings we miss from our disobedience. Just think about that. All the things you've been mad at God about and he already had it lined up for you. But because you're disobedient, God told you walk this way and you start walking that way. And all your blessings lined up down there. But you off the path that God got you on because you ain't letting the word of God lead you. You ain't performing the word of God. And we just living how we want to live. And all our blessings lined up there. He says, here it is. Here's the condition. The condition is to be obedient to the word of God. To let the word of God lead us, to, to apply the word of God to our life and perform it. Be obedient to it. He said, here's the condition. He says, obedience, bring blessings. We see the conditions of the blessing. Next thing we see is the blessings. For their obedience. <clears throat> we see the blessings for their obedience. Look what he says. In verse number four, four through 12, we see the blessings for their obedience. Look, look what he says. He said, then I will give you rain in its season. He says, and the land shall yield its produce. 
and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. And your threshings shall last to the time of vintage, and the vintage shall last to the time of your sowing. He says that right here in verse number three through 12, I mean, number four through 12, right here, number four through 12, we see the blessings of their obedience. But the first blessing we see is the blessing of their resources. Look at this. He says in verse number four through five, he see the blessings of their resources. He says, your harvest, which you, he says, here it is, your harvest, which was uh, uh, used for currency and food and offering and more will always be plentiful. Look what he says in verse number four. He said, then I will give you rain in its seasons and the land should, should yield produce and the trees should be filled. I mean, and the trees of your field shall yield their fruit. He says, look how he blessed a resource. He says, look, I'm going to bless your resources. He says, if you be obedient to me, I will bless your resource. He says, I'm going to give you rain in due season. See, you and I will not understand that. That's why I ain't get no amens. That's why I ain't get no thank you, Jesus, because we don't understand that because we're not farmers. See, if you farmers and you go out and till that, that land all, all year long and, and you plant the, and you sow what you're ready to uh, reap, uh, you're going to need rain to bring forth the fruit that, it, um, that, that you uh, sowed. And he says that I'm going to bring you rain in due season. He says that I'm going to bring you rain in due season. So when it's time for harvest to come, I'm going to bring you rain. So when it's time for harvest to come you have a lot he says in your dry areas when it's dry at everybody else field guess what i'm gonna bring rain to your field when your house where everybody else house is dry guess what i'm gonna bring rain over to your house when everybody else bank account dry guess what i'm gonna bring rain to your bank account when everybody else health is dry i'm gonna bring rain to your health yeah i got anybody he said i'm gonna bless your resources all you gotta do is be obedient to me and the trees will bring forth fruits he said, your trees, your, 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 your trees will bring forth what you sow is going to come. Watch this, watch this. I, I, I read something that said what a, what a farmer sow, he only get like 70% of, of what he sow in return. God says, I'm going to give you 100% because you're standing under an open heaven. God says, I'm going to bring rain when it ain't no clouds. When you think rain ain't coming, guess what? I'm just going to rain down on you. I'm trying to help y'all understand. Y'all know about that rain of God. See, the rain of God happens when you buy a car and you have it for 10 years and all you got to do is take it to the shop to get some maintenance done. You ain't had no major breakdown. The car been good to you. You ain't had no, you wasn't stuck on the side of the road. You ain't had to put no tires on there in five years. I got a car, I ain't put tires on there in five years. I thank you, God, for the rain. Anybody else thankful for the rain? The refrigerator is still working, although it's old. I thank you, Lord God, for the rain. You ain't dried it up yet. I'm so thankful for the roof that I got on my house that God put rain on it that need a new roof. But guess what? It ain't leaking. So I'm grateful to God. He will bless all your resources if you're obedient to him. He says he's going to bless you. You still wearing Easter suit from 4,000 years ago and it still ain't got no holes. You still walk around looking good. Every Easter you wear it and you don't care. It ain't got no marks in it. You still can fit it. That's the reign of God that he says, I'm a gift to you when you be obedient. He says, he says, I'm going to bless your resources. He says, I'm going to bless your resources. 
this Tucker field right here, Tucker, Tucker here, bless your resources. You will put in a penny and pull out a thousand. I'm trying to help you understand. You only do five minutes on a treadmill, but it's like you did 30 minutes. He's going to bless your resources. He's going to bless you with a little bit you put in with a whole lot you're going to take out. I'm so glad that God bless our resources. Says He says, he says, he says, if you're obedient, I'm going to bless your resources. In verses four and five. But look what he says. He goes on. He says, if you're obedient in verses five through eight, I'm going to bless you with peace and safety. Look what he says in verse five through eight. He says, now the first part in verse four and five, he says that I'm going to bless you. Um, they blessings. Uh, I'm going to bless your resources. And then he says in verse number five, uh, C through eight, I'm going to bless you with peace and safety. Look what he says in the, in the last part of verse five. He says that um, in the last part of verse five, and dwell in your land safely. He says, you should eat the bread um, to be full and dwell in your land safely. He says, I will give you peace in your land and you shall lie down and none will make you afraid. I will rid your land of evil beasts and the sword will not go, watch this, through your land. You will chase your enemies and they shall fall by the sword before you. Look what he says. Five of you should chase all, I mean, chase a hundred and a hundred of you uh, put 10,000 to flight. Your enemies shall fall by the sword before you. God says, all I'm calling you to do is be obedient. If you be obedient to me, look what he says. He says that I'm going to give you peace and I'm going to give you safety. I don't know about y'all, but I'm grateful for that. God, I need your peace. Anybody out there looking for the peace of God, let's look at this. He says that I'm going to give you safety in your land. I will give you peace in your land. He says, I'm, I'm going to give you peace in your land. All I need you to do is be obedient to me. If you be obedient to me, I'm going to give you peace in the, in the middle of your land. While the pandemic going on, guess what? You ain't going to be afraid. Why, 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 why people losing their job and guys prices getting high and people and, and mortgages getting high and people going through this and going through that. Guess what? I'm going to have you in your house sleeping well. I'm going to have you at peace in your home all because you've been obedient to me. I'm going to give you peace in your storm. Anybody need peace in the middle of that storm? You got some stuff that's going on in your life. Family bringing trouble to you. Your job got trouble to you, but you ain't worried about it. You sleeping at night. You waking up in the morning like this. Because ah, you slept good because God gave you peace in the middle of your storm. Where you at? Says to give you peace. In the middle of your storm, he says, I'm going to give you peace. He says, I'm going to give you safety. Look at this. I will give you peace in your land, and you shall lie down. Look, just think about that. The only time someone rests is when they're at peace. If you're not at peace, you can't rest. You can't rest. Just think about an animal. An animal who is a prey, who's seeking to devour someone. But, but the animal that they pray and they chasing out, they only rest when they're at peace. They only rest when they and at the quiet moment when no animals around trying to eat them. They can rest. And God says, in the midst of the storm, I'm going to give you peace where you can rest. You can lie down. He says, look, you can, you can lie down and, and, and have peace. 
He says, and you, you can lie down and have peace and none will make you afraid. You won't have no fear at all. You are not worried about anything. You are not concerned about anything. You are at peace. You are at true rest in God. And he says that I will rid your land of all the evil beasts. Every evil thing that come against you, God says, I'm going to rid it. Even the spiritual beasts that try to come against you, the enemy try to come against you. God says, I'm going to rid it out your way. Do I have any testimony of God move some evil people out of your way? Move some evil things out of your life. Move some evil things out of your children's life. You sitting there fighting your children. All you got to do is pray and be obedient. And God says, I'm going to put a hedge around you that when they try to come in, they can't come in. And when you try to get out. You can't get out because I'm going to rid you of any evil that comes around you. He says that I'm, I'm going to rid you from any evil that come around you. He said the sword will not go through your land. God says I'm going to even give you peace for war. Anybody out here tired of fighting? You tired of fighting that war? He says I'm going to give you peace in the midst of your war. I'm not even going to let wars uh, 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 come before you. He says I'm going to give you peace said peace in your war he says and you will chase your enemy and they shall fall by the sword before you look what he says five of you should chase a hundred and a and a hundred shall uh put down a thousand to flight your enemy shall fall by your sword look what he says he says that your enemy shall fall by your sword god says guess what the ones who try to destroy you you're going to destroy them he says, all you got to do is be, be obedient. All you got to do is be obedient. Guess what? That big old army they got, guess what? Your little army going to take them out. Guess what? Your, 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 your five people going to take out 100 people. Your 100 people going to take out 1,000 people. I just told my son the other day, no matter how powerful they are, how much authority they have, they ain't bigger than God. It doesn't matter how many people I got on my side, how many people you got on your side, because I'm obedient. I can just walk in that thing and know that I got the power of God walking behind me. And if I got the power of God walking behind me, can't no enemy stop me. I don't care what kind of weapon and they form because the scripture said they may form it but it will not prosper you can keep thinking it up how you gonna take me out how you gonna get rid of me but I got a God who's bigger than anything I got a God who is powerful I got a God who is strong and I come to let you know that your enemy will fall down before you that God said he's gonna make your enemy your footstool you ain't got to worry about what they trying to concoct and all the things they trying to get together to take you out because he says your enemies will fall fall enemy fall enemy in the name of Jesus fall down now hey hey God says I'm gonna bless you all you gotta do is be obedient you sitting up there trying to fight your enemy God said the victory is already won all you gotta do is walk in it all you got to do is step in that thing. He already made victory one for you. You are a winner. Ding, ding, ding. Confetti is shooting up because God is on your side. Nothing can come against you. Nothing can take you out of here. Nothing can take you away from here because you have God on your side and God keeps his promises. I declare right now, enemy fall. Says enemy fall. Says enemy you sitting up there trying to figure out who you're going to get on your team. You got enough for your team. 
You don't need no more people. God told Gideon the problem you got. You got too many people on your team. He said, Gideon, you got too many people on your team. Gideon said, what you want me to do? He says, I want you to go to this pond and I want you to tell them to get down on their knees and lock the water up like a dog. Gideon said, you going to do that? He says, whoever don't do it ain't on your team. When Gideon came, he only had 300 soldiers, but he wiped out thousands because God was on his side. God promised, said, I'll wipe out your enemy. It ain't how many you got. It's how many grace that the God is on your side to wipe out your enemies. God says, I'm going to bless your resources if you're obedient. He says, I'm going to give you peace and safety. And the third thing he says in his blessings in verse 9 through 12, he says, they're going to receive the blessings of God's favor. Look what he says in verse 9 through 12. He says, the third thing, the third blessing they're going to receive is the blessings of God's favor. Verse 9 through 12. He says, for I will look on you favorably and make you fruitful, multiply you, and confirm my covenant with you. You should eat old harvest and clear out the old because of the new. And I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul should not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. Look at the God said, here's the third one. God says the blessings. The first blessing we've seen is in verses number four through five, the blessings of their resources. In verses five, C through eight, we see the blessings of peace and safety. In verses five, um, nine through 12, we see the blessings of God's faith. Look what God says. He says in verse nine, for I will look on you favor. Now that stunned me right there. Because God already blessed them. This, I mean, he says he's gonna bless their resources. He's going to bless them with peace and with safety. And now he says, I'm going to show you favor. God blessed their resources. He blessed them with safety and peace. And now he comes and say, but now I'm going to give you favor. Y'all ain't get that. God didn't bless their resources. He didn't gave them peace. And he didn't gave them safety. And it's a promise. But now I'm going to show favor. So that tells me that God got a little more left for me. I don't know about y'all. Did y'all get that? I, 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 I'm already blessed with my resources. See, see, see. And I'm already blessed with safety and peace. But then God come back and said, but I got more favor for you. I, I, I don't know if y'all getting that. See, because what happens, we get caught up on our resources. We okay with God just blessing our resources. Uh, God, just give me enough money so I can survive and live and do what I need to do. I'm good. 
God, thank you. God is good and highly favored. Bless the Lord and this and that all over resources. But then God says, I'm going to bless you with peace and safety. And now we size because we, we bless with peace and safety. I'm, I'm walking in the peace of the Lord. I'm walking in the safety of the Lord. But God says, you're getting happy over that. I got something that's going to blow your mind. I'm just thinking about the scripture that he can do exceedingly, abundantly of what we can ask or think. I'm just thinking about beyond, beyond. See, you only thinking about this blessing. But God says I got some favor that you ain't even seen yet. I got some things that I'm going to do in your life when you obedient that you ain't even seen yet. See you happy because of the little things. Oh Lord help me Holy Spirit. I'm getting sights now. He says that you happy about the little things but I got some big things that I got down the road for you that you can't even see. You got, I got some big things that you can't even phantom yet. See I'm going to slip my favor walk with you and when you obedient to God his favor walk with you. You walk in and guess what? His favor is on your life. You ain't got to worry about nothing because I'm walking in the favor of God. Matter of fact, you can just walk with a switch because you know you walking in the favor of God. I'm walking in the favor of God because God got something for me that you can't give me. I'm not getting happy about this little blessing. I'm getting happy about the blessings of God that he had the favor. What kind of favor he has? You've been sick, but guess what? He gave you favor to keep on living. What kind of favor do he give you? He give you that grace when you can't go no more. What kind of favor he give you? He lift your head up off the pillow when you can't take it no more. What kind of favor you get it? You messed up about a divorce, but God says, I got something greater than that marriage you had. I'm talking about the favor of God. He has favor for you. Favor, favor that's looking down on you. And guess what? Can't nobody take your favor. Oh my God, thank you, Lord. Can't nobody take it because it's for me. This co this covenant is for me. He says, I promise you, if you be obedient, I will favor you. I'm thankful, God, that you got favor on me. Do anybody say favor? Woo! The favor of God. The favor of God. That's favor. God got favor for you. You concerned about a little car and God says, I got much more for you. All you got to do is be obedient. I'm about to blow your mind. I'm going to show you some things that man can't tell you what I'm going to do. Oh my God, let's talk about the favor of God. I'm talking about the favor of God that man can't do, that only God can do. God can take a church like Clinton Baptist Church with nine active minerals and now continue to grow it week after week. Well, now we got money to pay the bills. We got money to, to give to the community. We got money to go walk and help other churches out. I'm just trying to help you understand about the favor of God, how God got things that you can't even see because his favor is on your life. Woo! Hey! Yeah! 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 Favor! favor. Thank you, Lord, for your favor. Thank you, Lord. Favor is what man can't explain. Only God knows. Only God given. Man can't explain your favor. You, they trying to figure out how you got that job. It's the favor. Woo! They trying to figure out how you got that spouse's favor. Hey! 
favor of God. Favor of God. The favor of God is on your life. Says, I'm going to give you favor. Says, I'm going to give you favor. He says, I'm going to give you favor. But not only am I going to give you favor, he says, I'm going to be with you. God says, I'm going to build my tabernacle with you. The tabernacle represents the presence of God. God says, I'm going to be with you. I don't know about y'all, but you walk different when you know you got somebody with you that can do something. I mean, I used to go to a club and I, I would walk a little different with certain people with me. Not no offense, no offense. We grown now. I ain't talking about, I'm talking about when we are younger. But when you had some people, you go in a club where you walk a little different. But when you got some people with you, who's some people with you, you walk a little different. Your walk changed. I'm trying to help you understand. That's the only way I can relate it to, to the streets. But I'm saying when you got somebody with you, who you know with you, you walk a little different. Right? Am I right, Cuddy? You walk a little different. You Your walk changed because you got somebody on your like God who can do anything, that God can speak to nothing and things come to existence, that God can kick the devil out of his domain because he says, I'm God all by myself because I got power to speak to nothing and things come to existence. God said, let there be light and light just showed up. God said, let there be man and form man out the dust and blew into him and he had life. God says, I'm gonna send my son in Jesus Christ to come and die on the cross that you may have life. God can do anything. And he raised his son up from the dead that you and I may see the resurrection of Jesus Christ that we may have life and have it more abundantly. He can do anything. He says that I'm with you. He says I'm with you. God says I'm with you. He says I'm with you. Some of y'all sitting where, how do I know God with me? Because you got up this morning. Whether you're a believer or unbeliever, he's he there because he got you up. You made it out of that accident, Sacred. He with you. He's with you. And God is with you and he indwell in us. But all this is predicated on one thing. Your obedience. God says, I have all this for you. And you can have it. You can have it. And I like this because God, God don't make us jump through hoops. God, let me talk to y'all. God ain't like no, 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 no carnival game. You know the carnival game, they tell you shoot this backbone in and give you a big ball and a little teeny hoop. And now you got to hit it just right. God says, no, I'm going to make the hoop wide and the ball small. God says, this is what I have for you. This is what he had for us. All of this it's predicated on you being obedient to him. It says, here's the principle. God wants us to be faithful. He wants us to be obedient. And all these blessings is lined up for us. But it calls us to be obedient. Obedient. So today I position you. Put before you. Will you be obedient to God? As you stand on your feet for those who can. What does your obedience to God look like? Because all of us want to be blessed, but it requires obedience. And he says today, he says today, your obedience, your obedience brings blessing. Will you be obedient? Will you be obedient? Your first obedience start with salvation. 
That's what it starts with. For those who don't know Jesus Christ, those who don't know Jesus Christ, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. The first obedience to start with you making a decision to surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and say, that's the first step. That's the first step. And today you've been saying you're going to get saved. You've been saying you're going to give your life to Christ. You've been saying, God, I'm going to get it right. And now it's today, today, your day, today, your day. Today is your day. Is there one today? Is there one, whether you're online or in person, is there one that want to surrender their life to Jesus Christ?